everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C., and it's been a while. Yes, it has. It's been too long once again, um, but um, something was coming up like every day. (laughs) Yeah, I have two sets of notes, and I'm like, Seattle? I'm like, oh my god, we haven't podcasted since before I went to Seattle? That seems so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. But at the, sa- at the same time, it's, like, flown by. It's, like, very bizarre. It's freaky. Yeah. Well, I was just watching um, Andy's The Story of Reality, and I just started it. Um, I think I watched part of one with the Kardashians, but this one's about reality shows. And I forgot about some of them, like Joe Millionaire or I Want to Marry Prince Harry, and it was an imposter, but they thought it was Prince Harry. And yeah. then Who Wants to Marry a Multimillionaire, and the guy turned out being, like, a domestic violence dude or that was like oh my god I forgot of all these shows I want to go back and watch them and then <laughs> I thought maybe we should recap one of them yeah but, and and then yeah some things about The Bachelor it looks like a good show so I just started it cool that, uh, the other thing I've been watching and I'm very surprised and I take back anything uh, any hesitations I said before is I've actually been enjoying Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump have you watched? No, I still haven't seen it. I, I need to recheck my cable, though, because I, I missed it, and then it wasn't on demand, so I'm sure it is now. Yeah, well, it's on mine. It says if you want it. Yeah, I think there's like four episodes oh, available. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'll watch it. It's good. It's um interesting guests. Every week's a different like theme, and I just got to say, like she just shut all her restaurants down, and just she should be the the chef her and pandora should just run a restaurant and like would do at home and i think great yeah so great but uh what she's serving looks amazing and then pandora's drinks blow anything else i've seen away um you know no offense uh, sandoval but uh her I, i understand why she was involved in the cocktail menu at Tom because she looks really talented. She made this red chili pineapple margarita and this, I don't know, she's just been making really interesting things that look really cool. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Sarah, your audio is cutting out. Like, I can still hear it, but it's like kind of getting robotic at the end of the sentence. Oh. I don't know. I mean, it's okay. But you, so everyone, we're Skyping, just so you know. So if there's a little bit of a sound thing, that's what's going on. Is it any better now? I'm just pushing my yeah, headphone that, in. Yeah, that sounds better. Okay, I just pushed it in more. Okay, cool. Um, okay. So anyway, so yeah, I still do like funny games, and which I thought was going to be cheesy, but they're kind of fun. So check it out. Yeah, that's awesome. Vanderpump Dogs, and not sure I really want to. And I guess she's also the judge on some dog grooming show on like ABC, but I'm not going to watch that either. So yeah. Anyways, what you been up to? Oh my gosh, it's just been like a crazy week. Um, it's spring break over here, so just like running a million miles an hour, like every single day, and um. My kids are still up right now, so if you hear them yell, that's what's going on. I'm, like, literally locked in my bedroom. Um, tomorrow's Ronnie's birthday. She turns seven, so she's, like, bouncing off the walls. And, um, yeah, so... What are you guys doing for it? 
Um, we're just going to my mom's and she's doing like a little pool party and she has like a little surprise flamingo theme for her. So like she decorated and stuff. So I think it'll be really cute. And my brother's coming and you know, my grandpa. So that'll be cool. Cool. Yeah. I got my, um, second vaccination yesterday and I'm like, you know, they say that like sometimes on the second dose that you start like feeling sick and I don't feel mm-hmm. sick, but I am wondering if like I, my tiredness is coming from that. Cause they said that's something, but I can't tell if I'm just tired or it's the vaccination, you know? Yeah. But no fever. Well, I mean, other than that, I feel great. Sore arm, but that's it. Watch it. You know what happened last time you felt tired? I know. Everyone's like, Holly, like, <laughs> stop overdoing it. Like, knock it off. Just, like, chill. You know, yeah. so I'm just like, I, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. Well, um, let me get to some birthdays because I had last week's ready, but we've since passed that. So I have last week's and this week. So I'll try to crank through this real quick. Yay. Um, so happy birthday on April 4th was Gabby Brielle. On oh. April 3rd was Caroline Rausch. On April 2nd was Kelly Mills Yankee. Also on April 2nd was Jess Lend J or Tay, Jess Lend Tay. Um, on April 5th, Ada Yu Onyikwelu. On April 6th, Isabel Levinson and Jessica Robin. On April 7th, Brittany Simon. On April 10th, Allison uh, Music. On April 10th as well, Maria Angela. Um, we shouted this out in the group, but April 3rd, Erin Isaray. Um, she's got that line that's right with the awesome. Yes. I- and we're back. <laughs> okay, where was I? Um Okay. April third, Aaron Isaray. Um on April eleventh we have Ronnie Ray. Yay, Ronnie. And who shares that with her is Jessica Dolan. <gasps> Twinsies. And April fourteenth, Taylor Jane Thorne. And April thirteenth, Brittany Elliott and Angelique B. Nice. So there we go. I'm sorry if we missed anyone. I went off of my notes from last year as well as in the group. So you guys, if you want a birthday shout out, you have to join our Facebook group, Interpump Rules Party, and put it in there. Every month I ask everyone to list their birthdays. Um, so join our Facebook group. It's a private closed group. So, um, you know, you could say anything you want to say and your normal people won't see it unless they're on the group as well. In which case, I'm sure they share your opinion. That's right. And um, I'm sure that we'll do another podcast before this, but shout out to um, the Bex's twin boys are turning to. Um, yeah, that's later this month. Yeah, so I'm sure, I hope we do another podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was going to drive up there maybe next week. Ooh, yay. So, um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so what else is going on? Well, with what we're going to talk about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, where do you want to start? Jax? Yeah, let's go, let's talk got, about Jax. I got a lot on Jax. It's, it's basically all about Jax this week. Um. Okay, well, first, going back to, like, last week's headlines about him owing, what, $1.2 in state and federal taxes and some tax liens filed against him. 
um, both to the feds and the state. Um, so we knew he had the tax lien before they bought their house or, or you know, from the state. But apparently it's a lot more than that, and he admitted it on his uh, IG story live. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, we all have bad bookkeepers. Come on. He's like, just do your research. Get a good bookkeeper. And I'm like, yeah. it's not a bookkeeper that's going to mess up owing one or two million dollars. That's They might miss a deduction here or there, slip up a little bit on your whatever. But come on. This is just your negligence. Yeah. Nice try, Jack. Well, and I feel like my tax people are like, if if I ever have like a big bill, you know, they're like, we can, you know, redo, like we can resubmit that. Like they're always like willing to like be helping you. You know what I mean? Like I doubt that they were just like, let's just let it go for Jack's. You know, he let's just, yeah, I, I that's an excuse for sure. Yeah, I mean, when you owe that much, I mean, he doesn't even make that much. Whatever, five hundred to a million when you're owing a million or hundreds of thousands of dollars that's how do you miss that and also you know when I've had people do my taxes they go over the return with you before they make you sign it right you know so yeah anyways he's like he was talking about that people are like you're gonna miss the show he's like well I'm gonna miss the paycheck but to be honest with you I got nothing to do with these 20 year olds I'm a 40 year old man that's a dad whatever he's but he did say He's like, but I agree. He's like, the show made a good decision, and I'll stand with the show and their decision. I agree with it. Um, it's not meant for a guy having kids. I'm like, okay, so now, so you finally admit it. Like, he goes so back and forth because he said he agrees with the decision the show made. So mm-hmm. that implies what we've heard from everyone, yes. like Lisa Vanderpump and Sheena, and everybody has said it. But then he goes back on a couple of podcasts, and he kind of contradicts it. It's like, well... I mean, it was mutual. We just decided, you know, the best direction for me. It was really about my mental health. I, I just can't do this kind of reality. I'm a family man now. I'm like, eh. I think it was them just being nice. Like, we'll allow you to announce this nicely, but we don't want you back. Yes. So he keeps flipping it, and it's just funny. Just classic Jack. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think that, like, I, I like always try to put myself in Jack's and Brittany's spot. Like, imagine, because... I know everyone was calling for them to be canceled and everything when everything went down because Jack's like truly said along the same lines of the things that were you know that Stassi and Kristen got fired for, but um, I like I wonder what the pressure was like. Do you think Stassi was texting them like you better quit too? You bet you you better not stay. Like do you think there was pressure from all of them to go a certain way? And well, I. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, that, that, that was just my thought. <laughs> I, well, that makes sense because he did talk about on one of the podcasts, he's like, I mean, I think uh, the fans really want to see a Vanderpump mom's show or, you know, Vanderpump parents, don't you? I mean, who wouldn't – he actually said, who wouldn't want to um, see – me and Bo walking down the street in West Hollywood with our babies strapped to us, going to a daddy and me class, and then maybe we slip out and have a beer. <laughs> like, um, me, I, I wouldn't actually like to see that, especially with you and Bo. But I don't know. That's what he... Um, have a little... Uh, headphones that trouble there? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I literally just jumped on the bed, and I think I just... 
I like, heard. Like I literally <laughs> almost just like tumbled over it. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, no. So he was just talking about how he thinks everyone wants a Vanderpump Moms show, and um, he gave the scenario of him and Bo walking down the street with their baby strapped to them, and how hilarious it would be, and how everyone wants to see that. <sighs> so I think you're in onto your theory. I could see a little bit of the hey you guys why don't like if more of us like leave or quit or yeah. um that we would have strength in numbers to really push our own show because maybe not none of them alone are strong enough it's like the cast of friends right like no one is more important than the other yes it's like well enough their dream to be compared to right but you know maybe Stassi and Bo couldn't get their own show because it's still too problematic Jackson and Brittany people are sick of them so no and then Lala and Ran it's like they got their own like people don't like them or her or whatever so but together strength and numbers and more power so I could see that being a a thing yeah um, the only way I could like truly see it working is if like they all lived in the same house for some reason and that would just be like truly I mean, they do, though. Like, ruining <laughs> their lives, you know? And the kids, like, now the kids are involved. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure that, I mean, like, if it was my group of friends and that happened, you know, and everything blew up like it did, like, I would absolutely be trying to be like, come on, like, you guys, we could totally do another show. Like, we're adults now. We don't need to be serving it, sir. Like, let's, like, we're on to a different chapter now, you know, and I could see Randall being like, yeah, totally, let's do it. <laughs> Speaking of, Jax was when one of the podcasts were like, um, well, what's going on with you now? He's like, well, I just booked my first movie. I'm in a movie now. And it's like, mm-hmm. You mean Rans? Yeah. You got you, you really got cast? Okay. I yeah. Mean, I'm assuming that's what he's talking about. He talked about how he – I love podcasting. He's like, I love this whole podcast world. I want to have my own podcast. I really like the one we did on Rans with me and Bo. It was all daddy issues. And it's like, my how we've come a long way from just – a few years ago, you ripping on podcasts how they're stupid, nobody makes any money, they're dumb. I mean, he went off. I, I mean, we're pretty sure he was talking about Craig on the one because he's like, and this guy was smoking the whole time, and you know, Craig smokes. Yeah. Um, oh no, he, he hated him. He like literally was so upset about podcasting, and now yeah, he's all about it. Yeah, Aaron from Pink Shade talked about her experience, how he just like laid into her at Tom Tom and how stupid it was. And she's like, well, great. Okay, well, I've got two. Um, and how rude he was about it. But now, oh, it's just great. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay, old man Jax. Now, now that like all the celebrities and probably all his, you know, everybody has one. So now it's, now it's okay for him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. So, okay, so what do I have on, okay, I, I went by podcasts. Uh, so the first one I listened to, he was on Daddy Issues podcast, which is Oliver Hudson's podcast with some other dude named Daniel. He, I guess he's on Fox. I don't know. Um, this one, he actually, surprisingly, sounded a little woke, a little matured, um, taking a little accountability. He was talking about how he, he dug his own hole. Um, so he's not blaming anyone, editing or the show. He dug his own hole. He contradicts this all again later. Um, talked about all the lies 
he told they were just born from insecurities because, you know, everyone had college degrees and he was trying to be like, who needs that? That's stupid. You can just make money and do it without that and how it was all because he was insecure and everything like that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They were talking, oh, they said, well, if they came back to you, um, maybe like doubled your salary, would you come back? Because he just went off about how he, he couldn't be on Vanderpump. He was checked out. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I would never go back. Well, maybe if they doubled my salary. But here's what I thought was interesting. He goes, but he's like, it wouldn't really work. He's like, that's why I can't be on it now. He's like, my character, he's like, it doesn't work anymore in today's society. It'd be too offensive, like some of the things he said and did. And it's like, that's true. You know, a yeah. lot of the things he said, got away with and just... Like, you know. like, he couldn't cut, like, season one wouldn't fly like it did before, the way they all just, like, you know, talk to each other and the things that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's exactly. true. Well, that's interesting he was, like, that he said that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, and then it, it does kind of remind me, um, Billy Lee was on a podcast called Two Servings of Fruit. Um, and she brought that up about how Jax was so mean and agitated and angry and was on drugs all the time. Producers would just dance around him. Um, she said, uh, and I, I mean, how this kind of ties in is she said she offered people like Stassi and a few others that had been problematic with saying certain things. Um, she, like she said, she put him in touch with a media training um, company that's you know focused on the correct pronouns to say because she said she was trying to help them so that they didn't misstep on interviews or red carpets she said they declined she said she invited them all to like glad and lgbtqi events they declined um she said that um they said well we do pride like that's enough and she's like well basically that's just an opportunity for them to party and put on costumes and drink and be filmed which is not untrue right yeah she said Stassi made her feel objectified because Stassi just kept focusing on her boobs going I can't believe those are real so I guess that would be a little awkward and uncomfortable um and that production would just um keep encouraging her Billy Lee to talk about her vagina and her body parts so she felt really like you know just a you know like a prop a a yeah. Yeah. A circus in a cage. Look, everybody. That sucks. Um, that really sucks. And then, and then the last thing she said was after she left and she was talking about her experience on the show and feeling excluded, that Lisa called her and told her she needs to not talk ne- negatively about the show. And she said that she made her career and she can take it away as well. <sighs> See, I don't yeah. like when I hear things like that. I don't like that. I know, because I was off the LVP train, but now enjoying her show, I'm like, oh, I'll kind of enjoy this. But yeah, then I heard that. <sighs> I, I, I kind of believe that she would do that. You know, like, I, I really think, I think that's, because you could, like, really feel that in, like, the way that, like, Kristen treated her and Stassi at some points. You know, you could tell that there was, like, a little resentment there for probably the way she talked to them and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so then they asked what he's up to. He said, well, we've got, we've got a lot of things in the works. Can't talk about them. But he's like, I just, I like HGTV shows. We're, you know, we're in talks. Um, he said he's, he wants to pitch a show called From Shots to Tots. Uh-huh. 
Um, so I think him and Brittany are really pushing a parenting show, a fa- family show, good family show. It's like that's who we look to, Jack. It's, I, I think once your parents, you know, they only let you watch family-oriented TV, like the Waltons. I think a Jackson Brittany family-oriented show would they would let you watch probably, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I think of family and shows, it's like yeah, that's what I think of. Um, they asked how she met Brittany, and he's like, I met her in Vegas, and three weeks later, she moved in. So it's not funny how all these stories keep changing. She's like, no, it was like months later, uh, you know, yeah. three weeks later. And he did say, he's like, well, she was going through her own breakup. He's like, well, we weren't really broken up, and she was still living with Aaron. She went away for two days. But, I mean, even so, it's like – even if you still lived with Aaron and you were in the midst of breaking up with him, you move in with someone else three weeks later. Okay. I mean, she had her eye on the prize and she got it. Now, yeah. you know, mini Jax is coming. Yep. So he talked a lot about, he just kept complimenting, obviously his dad, but his mom. So many times in like in the current tense too, it's like, Oh, she's so giving. He's like, that's, that's how I am. I'm just so giving. I'm, too generous too generous he's like that's how my mom is she give her last dollar he goes she still does that so I thought oh maybe they're talking but then he says later he's like oh no um he lost his dad and his mom in the same month like talks about like she sounds like she's dead um and they don't speak and it's just it's very bizarre um but he did say and this is where again his story doesn't add up because he was in Kentucky planning on spending Christmas with Brittany's family Uh, but he goes he said yeah it was two days before Christmas he called his dad and said he'd be there the next day he talked to his dad um, and then a few hours later his mom called saying that he died Jack said he was actually they were driving to the castle for dinner and he was going to secretly book it for the wedding to surprise Brittany but it's like okay well that doesn't line up with your previous story how your mom hid everything from him from Jackson and his sister didn't tell him it's like well if you talk to your dad the day he died or two days before you were going to see him your dad could have told you I mean it's not like the mom kept it you know you you were on the phone with your dad you say it now so what is she keeping yeah there was a huge thread in our Facebook group by the way if you haven't joined our Facebook group join it's so fun but there was a huge discussion about this and um, some people made some comments um, and I saw things like a little different than I ever I've just been like you know it's Jack so it's really hard to like kind of give him the benefit of the doubt just because we know how he is but um, you know there are a couple of things that are just like super weird about this whole thing like one that his sister is on his side and not speaking to the mom either like that's really bizarre Mm -hmm. and um you know but then the other side of it is you know sometimes even though Jack's you know he stated in many interviews and podcasts and all that that his dad had stage four cancer like he was very much aware of you know the level of how severe this was um and sometimes you know people aren't good with emotions and they aren't like maybe his dad wasn't able to have that conversation with him at the time like maybe that's just not how their relationship was like to be honest like I don't know what my parents would tell me like they they get weird about stuff like that and would I be mad if they did that yes I would I would be very mad 
but I think I would find like a different way to describe it. Like the way he's doing it is so strange. I, I don't know. Yeah. I definitely think it was the dad's choice though, because I think, because Jax does go on to say how he's, his dad's very old school, that proud, traditional, tough, don't let him see a week. I'm sure he wanted his kids to not see him at his, at, yeah, and I mean, and that is, that's so heartbreaking, and, like, imagine if, you you know, you're his wife, and he asked, he said to you, this is a, my last wish, I don't want them to, like, rush to my side, I, I just, I don't want that, like, she had to honor yeah. his wish, and in turn now lost a relationship with her kids, Jax is trashing yeah. her every chance he gets, like, that would be very difficult. Yeah, I definitely think that, I, I think the dad didn't want them to see him that way, and, he asked the mom just and also the other thing because this happened with me is when you are you know you're having continual issues and every time you're in the hospital again your kids fly home because that's what happened with me and the parent starts to feel guilty that they keep disrupting your lives taking Mm -hmm. time away from your life your job so I can see his dad being like no 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 just I'll it'll either he thought oh I'll pull through this one again too or he thought I just want them to live their lives and not have to keep dropping everything for me yeah so I think that could be part of it too but I mean like in the like in a weird way like I feel like I kind of got like a Vanderpump Rules lesson (laughs) there's a couple of lessons I've taken like life application things that I can apply to my life and like when that happens when that time comes for me I literally will like think of how I handle it and not handle it like that because I can it just ripped everything apart you know it's like there needs to be I guess a little bit more balance or something you know I I don't know but that's crazy. Like my my grandpa's not doing good right now, and kind of I see the writing on the wall for that. He's ninety two, you know, so he's yeah. been so great this whole time, and now like things are starting to fall apart, and it's just so heartbreaking. When, yeah, you know, you can't take care of yourself anymore. It sucks. <laughs> oh, I know, especially for the older generation of men that. Yeah, yeah. they're proud. You know, <laughs> they're just. Like Jax's dad. Yeah. Yep. Well, he did confirm that he, his dad's name is not part of the baby's name except for the last name. Okay. So it will not be Cruz Ronald. So. Okay. Yeah. You're in the clear, Holly. Oh, right. <laughs> um, then at the end of this particular podcast, and Oliver and Daniel say, well, who would have thought this lady with a poodle and this Robert Plant old dude would have catapult you into this level of success and then Jax has to shade LVP he's like well yeah I mean she started it gave us the opportunity but we were the ones who made it a success it was us Like, that's his little jab well maybe he's jabbing back because when Lisa was on Andy last week he played a game like who would you rather kind of thing and he's Mm -hmm. like who would you rather have dinner with Kristen or Jax and she was like, oh. And she went with Kristen. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, Kristen must have awesome. loved that. That's hilarious. <laughs> and she also um, kind of hinted around, like, filming should be starting soon because Sir's open. They had Sheena on as a surprise guest. And Lisa was like, well... I know Sheena, because they had her show her baby bump and everything. She's like, she'll give birth to that baby and she'll be right back at Sir. So I think there was a little hints there. Yeah. 
you Good. know, Good. I'm excited. And Sheena's still going to, she hasn't moved yet. Her, I guess, LA apartment keeps getting pushed back. But uh, I know, she, you know, she's having the baby in LA. Um, but I think there's other reasons because obviously they must have pushed back Brock's rugby with the pandemic or whatever because that was also the reason they were going up there. But like, well, why are they still going to LA? Like, they could just go up there and have the baby. But I think because filming's going to start. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is that. Um, um, I that- mean, I, I think Brittany is ready to have that baby any stinking day. So Cruz very well could be born on Ronnie's birthday tomorrow. It could, ha- you know, Jax has his camera ready. He's ready to go. Bags are packed. It, it could happen tomorrow. I don't know. Hmm. We'll <laughs> we'll see. All right. Then on, he was on Jared Lipscomb's podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the makeup artist. Yeah. Guy, the VPR makeup artist guy. For those of you that don't know, he does most of the cast makeup. Um, so he was talking about what a nice person he is. I, he really is. Like, I really am. Everyone that meets me says, you're such a nice person. Um, he said he hears, he hears it all the time from a lot of fan accounts. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what do you say? I don't know what they think about. Oh. Anyways, he's like, you know, I just don't, the, the show just made me look like a crazy person. That's not me. And I thought, well, that's interesting because, like, the, the show has nothing to do with your Twitter, and yet that's where you're, like, a shining asshole. Yeah. But he's changed. He's not going to be that person anymore. I was like, okay, well, we'll see. TBD. Oh, he said he was really picked on, badly edited. He could never get a fair break. He said, um, he's like, you know, I got a bad edit. You know, everyone talked about Sheena getting bad edit. No one talked about mine. And he's like, you know, what they did to her. And I'm like, you know, it wasn't just Brie, Jax. Like, you slammed Sheena all the time on the show, on film. Like, remember how even, like, the last season, he was saying how desperate and pathetic and, you know, the way she was with Adam or whomever uh, who was last year? I can't remember. But you know how he would talk about her. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you helped give her the bad edit, but he was like complaining how no one talked about how he gets a bad edit. Because that wasn't an edit. Yeah. But he just kept going on about He's like, well, I don't mind playing the villain. And, you know, it's a character, but that's not me in real life. So it's like, well, you just spent years saying how it's a real show. It's organic. It's not scripted. But now you're saying you were playing a character because that was your job. Hundred percent. I mean, that's literally. <laughs> oh, and then I, I heard also that he was that someone was like, "I wish you'd write a tell-all book," and he's like, "Stay tuned, it's coming." It's like, Jax, we don't want a tell-all book from you, man. Like, not you. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want to hear any behind-the-scenes things about Jax. Yeah, or from him because we can't believe anything, and it's yeah. all skewed or lies. He said he was pigeonholed into that whole pastor thing. He's like, we didn't know. We didn't know. And then Jared goes, yes. And once you found out, you immediately took action. I'm like, um, no, you didn't. That was like six months later, only after Lisa called. Yeah, they like tried, to, story they tried to push it down for sure. Immediately took action. Okay. Um, <laughs> he said, okay, he helps just like his mom. He helps too much. He's a giver. 
He said he goes to Smart and Final all the time and goes to the clearance section and buys all the clearance stuff and gives it away to the homeless in the parking lot, which that's great. That's, I'm not, you know, you can't discount that, but I, you can like not buy the clearance stuff. I mean, it's cool. Great. Let's make a good use of it. But it's like, oh, you're only going to buy them like the expired shit. Like, yeah, that's know. weird. A little tacky. Could've yeah, why did he have to mention out. that part? He should have said he goes in there and gets stuff. Yeah. And then he said, he's like, I'm not like everyone else. I don't have to videotape and post every time I do something good. It's like, but you do. Every time you're at Covenant House, you make a big post. So, again, I don't know. Um, and also, what's wrong with uh, videotaping or posting when you have a huge platform? Like, that can serve as inspiration for other people. Either they bring awareness to that p- specific thing you're doing and maybe they want to help that cause too or just showing yeah i think i feel like that's like the one thing that jacks and some of the other people will probably get better at that later as their career moves further and further away from like the spotlight is they're gonna have to realize that like the people that they make fun of for posting all the time are building their community and by posting they they're engaging with their their fans and whatever and that's the difference between what Jax does you know it's like he like some of these some of the characters like they don't give back at all meaning that they don't interact with their fans they don't do like they just expect you to tune into what they're doing but they give nothing back you know, and I think that's right. a that's a big mistake. And if I feel like if Jax did that more, Jax and Brittany, it, it would probably be better. Like I think right. I, I think that I know a lot of people get annoyed with you know how much Sheena posts or whatever, but you can't argue that she has built an amazing community, an interactive community. I mean, like if you ask like, hey, like who's talked to Sheena? Every, almost every single person has had a good interaction with her, whether it be answering a text or, you know, saying happy birthday or, or whatever it is, you know, I don't know. I think that goes a long ways. Yeah. You always hear, oh my gosh, she, she messaged me back. It's like, yeah, that's because she like has been there and knows the value of it and know, appreciates it that yeah, people want to message her. Like yeah. it keeps her relevant. Totally. And, yeah, I mean, I think she's one of the few, if not only, people that does that on the show. Yeah. I, Lala, I feel like she tries to, but she actually doesn't get, like, she does, she's, like, at, like, a surface level, but more than the other ones. So she's, like, she's halfway there. Sheena's all the way there. Yeah. Speaking of, she had Danny Pellegrino on her podcast this week. And she was talking about, like, what kind of, um, what city would you like to see a, a different franchise in? And one of his things was, because he was talking about Luke from Summer House, he's like, you know, I think it might be kind of ha- fun to have a Real Housewives of Minnesota. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Are you ready? Are you ready to move, Holly? <laughs> I mean, like, Minnesota is, like, top three of where I want to go immediately. It's like, like you could join it, and I could be the friend of, like, or the single, like Gretchen or Bethany kind of person. Yeah. Or just your friend of. I could be Sarah, like Heather, uh, or no, like Gretchen's friend Sarah that ate the bow off the cake at Heather Dubrow's. I uh, know. I could just be like the girl that comes to visit you. You know. <laughs> it would be amazing. Okay. Well, let's get Danny to push this because he's got a little more pull with Bravo and Andy. <laughs> Well, I actually, I, and I think it would just be so interesting. Like they, they should do it. 
well, he, as he was saying, he's like, it might be fascinating to watch because, you know, like, Luke, he's like, like, super angry. And he's like, I don't like you. He's like, can you imagine that would be all the housewives instead of all these, like, volatile things? He's like, I don't like you. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't like you either. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he'd be like, it'd be so nice in the middle of, like, a huge fight. It'd be like the nicest fight you ever heard. Yeah. So I'm down. I'm just saying. I think that's a great idea. I mean, I think it'd be uh, fun to if they I mean, Miami, yes. When that comes out, even though it's a web series, I will watch that for sure. Yeah. Um, but like, it might be fun to do a city that's not such you know, like so. You know, just more off the tr- you know, kind of what they did with Salt Lake. Like, just some, let's try something different. Where you know, like Oklahoma City or Minnesota or well, and I mean, no one, no yeah. one, who, no one who doesn't live here knows this, but actually, OC was very off the cuff too. You know what I mean? Like, Cota de Casa was not the spot here, so that was that was kind of like the same idea, where it was like this little city, and they kind of played it up as this different thing. But like, the magic yeah. that came from that little, you know, neighborhood yeah, was cause... amazing. I think the OC kind of was chosen because it was right off the um, coattails of the OC and Laguna yes. Hills and, or Laguna Beach and all 100%. that. 100%. Um, but then they didn't film in those areas. They filmed where people – I didn't even know where that existed. Yeah. I forever. So it was very ing- – yeah. Yeah. I barely knew where Foothill Ranch was. I'd never heard of Rancho Cerna Margarita. I'd never heard of Cota de Casa. I'm like, what? Where? And – when I lived here when I was younger, I, Foothill Ranch didn't even exist. Like, Mission Viejo has been yeah. around. I mean, but, dude, um, I've lived here my whole life, and I same thing. I was like, where? What's Rancho Santa Margarita? <laughs> exactly. I mean, so, it's, it's beautiful. I just never went there, you know? <laughs> it's really far. Uh, well, because there was nothing there before. There's no reason to go there. Yeah, like all the freeways no. are brand new and everything. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. Okay, what else has been going on? Um, Andy said there's going to be a Bravo Kids special on Watch What Happens Live, which I hope it's like an hour because there's a lot of people on there. But the controversy here, okay, it's pretty good people. So it's Brianna, Shane Keough, Riley Burris, Gia GJ, Frankie Jr., Victoria DeLesseps, LB and Chris Manzo, Avery Singer, Noelle Robinson, and then... Screech breaks. Brooks Marks? What? Why? He has not earned that, that company that he's in. He, he's not allowed in this group. That has to be, come on. And he, he's not a kid. He's like 21 or 20, 22. Yeah. These were kids. These were teenagers or little kids that grew up on the show. You that, can't come in here with your annoying attitude. That literally paved the way for you. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I hope I hope everybody gets um, enough time too, because I I I think it sounds like such a fun idea. Yeah, and not just a yeah quick check in or yeah. Anyways, so I mean, he sat them on a long time ago. Oh, I wish. Uh, um, what's Sheen's sister's name? Alicia Silverstone, girl. Oh, Kara. Yeah, I wish she was on because she was always like witty and sarcastic and funny. I think she just had a baby. Or yeah, she, yeah, like maybe six months ago or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was like right around when her dad died. 
two two things kind of happening very closely. So, I well, mean, well, that you know, her baby passed away, and then she just had another one right now. Oh, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yes, baby passed, and then her dad. And yeah. Then, okay, oh, so gosh. she just had. So oh, I'm glad she had one. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. Um, I don't really have anything else. I mean, we can just touch on Jersey overall since we're, you know, weeks behind. We don't need to recap on what happened three weeks ago, but <laughs> totally. you know, kind of talk about, like, some of the things that happened with Teresa bringing up um, Evan having an affair, but then keep bringing it up, and her and Jennifer Aiden bringing it up, and, and you know, she's like, Stop. And then she brings Jackie a dildo and tells her to, like, she's like, oh, I thought you could, like, shove it up your ass. Like, I don't know. It was just cringy. And Jackie's just trying to hold it together and not, like, continue the, the fight and the fire. But she's making it hard for her. So, I don't know. It's very difficult for Teresa to apologize. She tries to. And, and Jackie's like, well, I think you need to apologize to my husband. She's like, can't you just tell him? And she's like, no, I think you should. She's like, well, we're... You know, I'm old school. The wife usually handles it with the husband. It's like, okay. Yeah, um, the whole thing, uh, again, because I I know some people are, like, super frustrated with that whole storyline and they're, like, Teresa just drives them up the wall. But I don't know. Like, I get a kick out of seeing her, the way she wiggles out of this stuff. And just yes. her whole attitude is just, like, insane. And, um, I mean, it's comical. Like, I don't know how they don't just like laugh um and i do i she always does it's it's like so hard for her to get out of her tunnel vision and see how she's so hypocritical on things and it's so hard for her to apologize but there's but something so real and so brilliant cool. about the way that yeah. she does it because it's entertaining and you can oh, tell that sure. shit is real and that you know on the other side of the coin you have melissa and joe um fully orchestrating a scene and acting like they're so upset and like sorry I threw stuff on your table you know it's like they they know how to bring it and like to me it doesn't seem as authentic sometimes like they know what is going to be like an exciting scene so I feel like sometimes they do that but Teresa on the other hand she knows how to do it she knows how to do it too but it just yes it's so natural and you can tell that everyone likes being in the scenes with her because they know she's going to give it to them. You know what? It's something crazy. She's going to do something crazy. And yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Melissa threw the cheese platter. It was kind of like when she came after whatever with the cake, the other season, it was like, she jumps up all of a sudden. She's like this gangster and screams. It's like, well, I mean, you like the scene and you're like, yeah, it's getting in Melissa, uh, Teresa's face. But, yeah, uh, but it it it's there's some there's something like a smidge off with it. Like I can't like I, it's not horrible. I just know I just like get this feeling of like eh, I don't know about that. You know? Yeah, I think Joe is a little because I mean, you could see it in his. Joe's his... Joe's face got so red. He was so yeah. fired. I mean, that's also very entertaining to me. That's like like the, the definition can affect her like he can shut her down she yeah they showed up hand to the shot with her jaw like to the ground like almost quivering because he's the only one that can affect her nobody else can yeah maybe gia could you know <laughs> so i mean that dynamic works where, yeah you know it's, it's it's good to 
she's just always going to be her and that's what makes the show but then from you know if she's got, sometimes you need a call out and he seems to be the only one that can do it yeah yeah i mean yes but um yeah so i don't know like i'm I'm, I'm like over their whole argument and everything. Like it was getting like super repetitive, but at the same time, I was just kind of la- like it was. It was still entertaining to me. Yeah. Now, what do you think of the Margaret Jen thing about the? Yeah, I mean, I think they're both fucked up because I don't appreciate what Margaret said to Jen. Like, he's just your meal ticket. You do nothing. You just want to sit around at home, and it's like. You know, she's mom shaming. She's housewife shaming. Just because, you know, she doesn't have any children or... So you can't do that. But at the same time, then Jennifer was basically, you know... I mean, Margaret said, no, it wasn't like a Me Too moment, but it was a a moment of power and control that, you know, looking back, it, it, it kind of is a little bit of a, you know, Me Too moment, what happened with their boss. But she's basically, you know, slut shaming her and, and whatnot. So it's like, they're both messed up for saying those things to each other but I think they just both come from such different different worlds that yeah. they don't get it because she's like I would never yell at my husband like that I'm like well I didn't really think Margaret yelled at her husband I think she was saying did you say it like she was just yelling but she wasn't yelling at him like but Mark or Jennifer was so like offended the way she spoke to Joe Benino that yeah anyway. yeah that whole part kind of went over my head because I I don't know I yeah I just didn't quite like I I understood what both of them were saying but I just didn't like take it to the level that they did so and I just couldn't get there on it so um yeah. I I kind of saw both sides of their story and because I didn't don't know either character very well like I, I wasn't able to take a side yeah so. yeah I mean that one was kind of even because they both um both statements were not great yeah but it looks like a fun trip <laughs> what you, would you think about jackie saying to Teresa, did you learn that in jail oh dude like i i have to say she comes off like she wants to be holier than thou she wants to be like way taking the high road way like way over Teresa. but son of a gun she has said some things that are like yeah. ooh, like she gets mad and then she yeah she swipes at Teresa with these like low digs and it's like you're jealous because I have what you want and yeah, yeah just and and yeah just the things that she says I'm like yikes like I don't know that I would look at her and be like she's a really good person because I feel like sometimes like the truth of what she's thinking really comes out and it's like don't pretend that you're this great person if that's in there I don't know like I just get a weird feeling about her like hmm it's Yeah, I mean, she definitely thinks Teresa's stupid and that she's above her because she does talk about how she's a writer and she's a lawyer and she's and she's also she was also a stay at home mom. So she's basically everything and Teresa's just this or that. But it just comes off as, um, yeah, digs. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, just low blows like below the belt, like not necessary and I feel like the like the comments that she makes are like so thought out you know like sometimes if someone says something maybe they didn't mean it and they didn't even think about what they said and you can kind of like move on from that but the stuff that she says it's like you waited to use that you literally like waited to for that like you were thinking that the entire time like well she's a lawyer she's very calculated yeah 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 I mean that said I still enjoy her on the show yeah no she is um I can't like whenever she's on the screen and like you know going off about something like I I'm mesmerized like she is she's very 
she's a fun character to watch. Yeah, well spoken. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then this week, I didn't make any notes. I mean, it was about it was it was pretty sad. It was about you know the celebration of life of her uh, Teresa and Joe's dad, and then like Gia giving the tearjerker speech, and um, yeah, it was nice. It was a nice tribute, and they had a dinner, but fighting about the same stuff. I mean. It's nice to have, because these ladies get so intense, so it's nice to have a little bit of the relief of flash over to the guys' table, because it's just for a little bit. Like, we don't want a whole series yeah, on the guys. Yeah, but, Like, it's a nice little, like, comic relief to, like, lighten things up a little bit. Yeah, like, I, I love them all. I mean, particularly Frank and Joe and Joe. I yeah. like the best. Yeah, I um, agree with that. Um, you know, like on Vanderpump Rules, sometimes they would flick over to the guys and it would be kind of annoying or like like uh, they'd be trying too hard. But I, I like the the balance mm-hmm. on this show. It's re- it's, it is really good. I'm like, oh, yay. You know, like it's a fun little change. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I did not – I kept trying to watch Dallas this week. The, the thing wouldn't work, the recording – so then I'm like, well, I'll just watch it on demand. And then the same thing happened. It's like, something's wrong with this episode. So I didn't get to see this week. But I don't know if it looked that good. It was the Bigfoot episode. And that just seems kind oh, yeah. of Oh, yeah. I didn't see that one. But I saw the one before. Um, and I don't remember what happened there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Dallas is just... <laughs> yeah. I'm not really... I'm, 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 I'm just not... Um, not that I'm not invested. I am, I do like it. I like the. I like it, but yeah, there's just something missing. Like I'm, I'm not like hurrying to tune in every week. That's for sure. Exactly. Well, New York's coming, so I can't wait for that. That looks good, and I don't have to look up when Miami starts on that web web series. Yeah. And then think about some other stuff. Do you have anything else that you've been doing or watching or to? Any social media that you, because you get a lot more than I do. Um, oh, of okay, yeah. Wait, I, I did want to bring up a couple of things. Let me get to my shot here. Where am I? Let's see. Screenshots, screenshots. Here we go. Um. Sorry. So you guys watched, oh, did you find it? No. So in Seattle, we went to this amazing bar from like 1918, this old Elks Lodge. And they made it like seven different bars. And like one's a tiki bar. One There was an actual live band playing. But all the social distancing was in place and masks and everything. So it was nice to be in like venues again. But like it was inside and then we could go to different floors and different rooms and there's like a secret room where you you know you pull out a book to find the right way in and like a scooby-doo bookshelf kind of thing um so that was super fun and then the next day we went on a so years ago my friend and i had went on a ted bundy hunt that we self-created we knew all the addresses of all the places he took his victims so we did that years ago so we wanted to do it again but this time um right down the street from her house is his childhood home where he grew up and like literally three minutes away um so we went to his house and looked like creepers um so we started with that then went back and did the same tour we did before 
and um, went to the house that oh that actually was destroyed it was it's condos now where he lived there in the U district so that was fun so that was fun in Seattle I know you guys some of you may think it's a little morbid I only bring it up because I know in our group there's a lot of true crime fans um, so if you want any information on that I'm happy to share uh, we went um, th- um, sadly because last time we went to a couple of his favorite bars um, but the the famous one that's been open for a century, the Blue Moon, is closed and uh, papered up. I mean, hopefully not forever, but like that's one place that has not opened yet. So we're Aww. hoping cause it's it's like a historic place. It's been yeah. around forever. I know it's so sad when things get taken out by COVID or whatever. Like we've lost some good places around here too. It stinks. But hopefully. But we did then go to the Mecca, which is one of the oldest bars in Seattle, and that's where. We'd see everyone back in the day. It's like a dive bar, and then on the other side, it's like restaurant, diner kind of thing. But that's the bar I had, or I was at when I was at the bar with Lane Staley. He's the singer of Alice in Chains, for those of you born after Chad. Uh, like loves Chad loves like this little piece of history from Sarah because that's like his fave. So yeah, his Chad's go-to song is Rooster on karaoke all the time. Right? God, oh my God. Yeah, and the rooster. I've heard him too. He, yeah, yeah, he really, um, really hypes <laughs> so the we room went, up with that one. Went to the bar, and so I was at the bar getting a drink, and he was next to me, and he was wasted, and um, and I don't mean on alcohol, and the, he was getting his his credit card slip, and he's just looking at it, just kind of swaying, and he looks over, and he's like, "Would you mind sa- signing my check for me? I can't see it." So. Got to sign his bill for him. That's amazing. Um, I mean, I hope I can't still get in trouble for like forgery. But... Yeah, they're like, we're gonna need to look that up. Is that um, a statue of limitations on that? Like, um, yeah, lawyers in the group. Maggie, you're a lawyer. Can you tell me? Um, but they have in there a payphone still, still works, and it's still the only phone they have to to get calls or make calls. That's amazing. Yeah, and then we were in the bathroom, and they have like. The tampon machine and the maxi pad machine. We put a quarter in. Um, so Lauren put a quarter in and got stuck. So then I went to the payphone to call the company to complain about our quarter being lost in the tampon machine. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Um, okay, yes, so so I know what I I know what I wanted to bring up. I wanted to bring up. Did you see the Lisa Vanderpump Kelly Dodd little interaction on Twitter? No, but she talked about that in the sh- on oh on her overserved or, or one of the shows I just watched. They said, oh yeah, it was because she had Tori Spelling and Jeff Lewis on her overserved show, and they asked her, name a celebrity that has been banned from any of your restaurants, and she's like, oh uh, OC Housewife, and Tori Spelling's like, which one? She's like, was it Kelly Dodd? And Lisa's like, yes, that's who it was. I guess she went in there. And didn't pay her bill. Yeah. So, so Kelly. So that obviously, like uh, somebody wrote an article about whatever you're talking about because um, Kelly um, clapped back and said, "This is a lie. A, it was six years ago. B, I was a guest of Vicky and her friends. C, I paid my share and have the receipt and showed it back then on social media. It was the others who didn't pay. No wonder Villa Blanca went under." <laughs> Um, 
And then she oh, said, no. and then she did another tweet and said, oh, and by the way, Lisa Vanderpump, your food sucks and so does your service. Check your Yelp reviews. I wouldn't come back anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Kelly. She might be offensive, but the, she, there's some truth bombs sometimes. Not all the times. In fact, a lot of times not. Yeah. But truth that there are truth bombs for her. But yeah. in this case, I concur. <laughs> I know when I read that I was like, oh God, Kelly, but you're kind of right. Did <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, um, no, sometimes we've had, we've had amazing service, so I won't necessarily rip on that. Sometimes we haven't had great service, but usually. Yeah, I'd say I like mean, 70% like good service, right? Yeah, it's just more the food that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. I mean, but to be fair, I've only had uh, brunch at Pump and it was good. Um, we really need to go up there. I um, during yeah. Ronnie's um, spring break, she one of the things she wanted to do was go to LA and take pictures. Like like she's a teenager now. Like it's like, dude, you're six. Um, but uh, we went to the Grove, and I was like, oh my god, am I gonna see someone? And didn't see anybody. And then we went to the Sprinkles ATM. Like those were the two stops that we made. And um, yeah, but I was like searching for people and didn't see anybody. So that was a bummer. Well, I want to go up there, and now that you are vaccinated, you feel safe to sur it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, I'm still, like, I, yeah, it still is, um, it's still weird, but, and LA's so weird, you know? It's just different well, there. But, um, I'm yeah. so down to go, and I'm ready. I was ready. just in Vegas, and I, I mean, oh and my god. Flying. Okay, so I remember you telling me this, and then one of the girls in our group posted a photo of they were at the um, where do we always stay? Um, the Mandalay Bay, or you know, the other hotel, and they were trying to go to the pool, and there was literally a line wrapped around the entire <laughs> pool, and they it was five hours long. Yeah, that's what I'd heard before, but like I was just gonna say, like I literally miss. Um, I mean, again, a silver lining for me was COVID because it just really worked out. But I love traveling. Like, airports were fantastic. Airplanes, I had, like, half the plane to myself. Been flying recently, and the airports are chaotic. Yeah, it's starting to come back. the flights are now full. Yeah. Now the middle seats are full, so I didn't enjoy that. And then going to Vegas, totally different than December. December, I told you there wasn't a single person on the strip except for, unfortunately, the people that were homeless on this and which really brought it to your attention more because they were the only people on this trip yeah um and even in the casinos everything was you know spaced out and this was so i mean okay the starbucks line was like 500 people deep wrapped around the casino i was like yeah now i went and had um we ordered a pot of coffee for uh room service instead of going to Starbucks because I'm not waiting for 500 people. Then I went um, uh, to the pool and we go through fine. They don't say, you know, capacity or anything. So, okay. And there's literally no chairs. None. And then every chair is, and this is a Venetian uh, palazzo, every chair is jam-packed together. You know how, like, Mandalay Bay does it, how they're, like, even yeah. connected? Yeah. You can't even put a foot in between the chairs. I would have thought they would have spaced them out a little bit, so you couldn't even find a chair. Every chair was also jam-packed together. 
girls were sitting on towels, just sitting on the edge of the pool. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's not relaxing. And then I didn't want to sit in the pool because it was like a cesspool. There were so many people in the pool that the water was a total like murky, you know, from people's sweat, their tanning oil, their tanning lotion that it was like not clear. I'm like, I'm not going in that cesspool. So yeah, yucky. I don't we like that. had a boozy brunch and then did some plays and uh, bets and stuff like that instead. And I just never did the pool thing. Because it was like a nightmare and everything was just such a hassle. I mean, the restaurants were fine. You could get in, um, but much busier and, and packed. Like, you, you're not far away from people at all. Um, but it was a very different experience. And yeah. I was like, eh. people, but Yeah, people are ready to get out there again. I think, yeah, between it being um, also, you know, spring break for a lot of people and then a lot of people being vaccinated and yeah. then they had just opened up to a more open tier so it was yeah. like a trifecta totally it just didn't work out well for us yeah <laughs> no it was still fun and still great but I uh, I liked it better before yeah I know I like um, like I have a little bit of anxiety about things opening up again you know it's like I in a way I this whole the year has just been crazy but it's like now it, I like it's weird um, it's like I, I, I was enjoying the, the space for sure from yeah. people but anyways, um, yeah. Oh, you have screenshots, you said. Oh, yeah. Um, I just had the Kelly thing that I wanted to share. And then I, I just have stuff of the same stuff you talked about with Jax. Let's see. What else do I got going on? Um, I haven't listened. I haven't listened to another one of those Stassi Bo podcasts. Have you? No, I haven't. I haven't really felt compelled to. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much all I have, too. Like, all my other stuff is all of Ronnie's... St- Ronnie has a competition coming up in 13 days, and I have to come up with a steampunk costume. And, I, like, I've just been Googling, like, what that means and, like, how I'm going to pull that off with, you know, Don't being... Do you remember they did that on Dance Moms? There's a whole episode on that. Really what they wear. <laughs> I need, like... It's like, cr- it's like a- It's like Katie Maloney. Well, it's, it's like yeah, and it, a it, little it, crinoline skirt with, like plaid and like maybe combat boots and it's then, like, like isn't it kind of like tom tom-esque too like they're yeah, that's very steampunk yeah. too like the gears like, and the yeah yeah tom tom it's like vintagey like think titanic but like combined with um combat boots yeah shit. things yeah, yeah, pull yeah. out of a trunk yeah but google it but there is an episode of dance moms um, I'm sure if you, you could just Google steampunk dance bombs and that episode would come up. Okay. Oh, we've been watching you know, that all applicable. weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so a couple of the girls are going to wear like hats. And so I was texting their moms. I'm like, you better fasten that hat to those kids head because if it falls off, yeah. like it's going to, you're going to ruin the whole routine. Like, don't you know what Abby Lee teaches? Like you can't, exactly. you better strap that thing on. <laughs> Where is this competition at? Um, there's one in Irvine and one in Upland. Oh. So. This about a guy from Upland. Yeah. And, oh, was I'm like, I know it's in Southern California. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm like, you go to the Palm Springs and, and whatever, but uh, I, I, was, I was like. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like, I always drive past that, you know. Is, is it like, um. It's like, uh, right like bo- Uh. 
I don't know. I was picturing it like kind of like on the way to like Big Bear. Azusa? Is that wrong? Oh, okay. I don't know. No, I, I honestly have no idea. I have to look it up. But um, hmm. yeah, so that's where those are. And then the next one's in La Jolla. So I'm going to let you know when we're coming oh. to that one. Sure. And yeah, and then oh. Temecula. Oh, just drove through there. Um, so pretty. So cool. Pretty. Maybe we'll go to that one too. Oh, we could go to Pachanga. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. We'll get ready for her birthday. And... Yeah, I'm so, I still got to go like wrap some stuff and I'm so excited. She's so excited. She got her ears pierced. Like that's like the biggest, like that's the biggest thing that's happened over spring break is she got her ears pierced. And so she like mm-hmm. thinks she looks so cool and she does. It makes her look so cool. I was old. like this. So I was cute. like the same. Well, I was second grade. Oh, okay. So almost the same age. Yeah. So cool. So fun. Okie dokie. Okay, right, you guys, well, we'll have a great week and um, we'll be back next week. Like Sarah said, she's either going to drive down or we're going to figure something out and we'll jump on Skype. But we will be back. Thanks so much for listening. Cool. Bye. Bye.